0: Everyone, and welcome to episode ninety-nine of Mothering Anxiety. Today's episode is acceptance and forgiveness. Ninety-nine episodes. Next week will be my two year podcast anniversary <laughs> and a hundred episodes that I have recorded, and holy crap! Like wow. Where did time go? I know I say this every time. I'm like, oh, I'm getting closer and closer. But now like I'm literally like right here. (laughs) And it's like, where did time go? What has happened? What in the world? How did I get here? And like, why? How? Where? (laughs) Like, I don't even know. It's just, it's been such an insane and incredible journey. And it's kind of funny how like, Um, It all kind of, like, happened in terms of, like, episode-wise and, like, that I am recording this episode about accepting and forgiving, (laughs) right, as, like, I'm about to hit my 100th episode, right? Like, how very milestone of me. It wasn't necessarily something planned like this. (laughs) It just kind of, like, happened and I like to record things, you know, in time as they are going so that it is nice and fresh in my brain and I am able to get out whatever it is that I need to get out. Um, and it just kind of happened this way. And I am very glad and grateful that, you know, I can kind of end this season of my life in the place that I am today mentally and physically. So let's talk about acceptance and forgiveness and kind of what it means to me and what it means for me on this healing journey. Um, You know, for a very long time, and I, you know, said this on my victimhood um, episode, I felt that I deserved the world because I was dealt a very bad hand uh, in life. And I felt that I deserved to be loved and appreciated by everyone and that I deserved everyone to just kind of essentially fall at their knees for me, right? Um, Simply because I never truly experienced the type of love that I needed growing up. So I figured if you are going to be in a friendship or in a relationship with me, then you are supposed to give me this love that I never received. And it took me a while to get out of that mentality, right? It took me a while to realize like, hey, nobody's going to love you until you learn to love yourself. And, you know, if I'm being honest, I'm I'm still not a hundred percent there. Um, I'm still trying to figure a lot of it out <laughs> in terms of like loving myself and accepting myself. That I'm I'm don't really know <laughs> how to get there, but you know, I think part of learning to love yourself comes with learning to accept what has happened to you or what did happen to you, and then learning to forgive. And this isn't just to say learning to forgive the people that did you wrong, but also learning to forgive yourself. Now, acceptance. Um, it took me a while to accept that my life was supposed to play out exactly how it was supposed to play out and I know that you know someone who is not I guess on the same level as me yet and I don't blame you because it's it's hard to get to this level of like acceptance um, because it took me many many years to accept that so for someone who isn't at this level yet you're probably thinking like what do you mean? Like, no one should have to endure any pain or any trauma or go through any crappy things. Um, you know, no one's life should play out that way. So it's just like, how can you be accepting of it? Like, how can you say, I accept my life for what it was? Um, and all I, you know, all I truly have to say about that is like, you you know, you, you'll get there. You'll get to the point where you accept that your life was meant to happen the way that it was meant to happen in order for you to be at a place that you are now. And for me, and this is me breaking the generational trauma that has been going on for (laughs) many, many generations in my life. Um, I was the one person to just be like, hey, you know, what we're doing to each other, or how we're talking to one another, how we're talking about one another, like, that's not how it's supposed to be. And, you know, having my daughter really made me like, wake up and made me realize, like, I can't treat her the way that I was treated, or my mother was treated, or my grandmother, or my great-grandmother, like, I can't, I can't do that. I refuse to do that, right? Right. And so I knew, and as I've been going on through this journey, I've, you know, I've realized that, like, everything I had to go through and all the pain and all the neglect and all the emotional abuse and just, like, feeling worthless and useless and, like, you had no point, no purpose in life, like, that all came to life when I had my daughter and that was when I realized, like, I was put on this earth to break that and I was put on this earth to begin a new generation of beings. And sure, that might be a little extreme. Like, you know, to some people it's like, girl, you're giving yourself way too much credit <laughs> over what it is that you are doing. Um, but it's a huge deal because if you just like, you know, for a second, just think about it. Like those of us who are cycle breakers, just like think about it for a second. Like your your mother... Your father but you know mainly your mother couldn't see it or maybe she could but didn't want to do it or your grandmother couldn't see it or, or didn't want to do it or your great mother great grandmother couldn't see it or like didn't want to do it but you saw it like you saw behind all the bs behind everything You know, you saw these people for who they truly were. And that is like a hard thing to accept that like you had to go through that pain in order to learn from it, to get better and to be better and to raise better as well. Like that is just, it's an insane concept to grasp. And it took me a very long time to like accept like, Okay, I, I was dealt this crappy hand of cards in life, but I get it now. Like, I get it. I get why I had to do it. It was it was to learn. It was to realize that I needed to do better for my child and for the future generations that are to come, right? Because my child will maybe eventually have children. I don't know. But if she does, you know, I would like to hope and think that I am raising her in a more secure and loving way than I was raised. And then she's going to take my goods and my flaws because I know that I am still flawed. I know that I'm still not the perfect mother, nor will I ever be. She's going to take the things that she liked about my parenting and things that maybe she didn't like and she's going to change them for the better. And then that means that her kids are going to get better. And then once her kids have kids, they're going to take whatever they liked from her and things they didn't like and then change that for the better. And it's just going to get better from on and this point on, because of me. Because I decided to stop treating everyone essentially like crap and try and start treating everyone better. Now, I am not perfect at all. Like, never, ever, ever once have claimed to be perfect. um, Or honestly, to even be better than the way... know than my mother or my grandmother or my great-grandma or anyone like I don't claim I don't say that I am better um, but I am saying that I am trying to be better that I am trying harder to work to maintain a good relationship with my daughter or anyone else who you know any future generations that come in after her like I am trying to be better and I know that like You know, and I think about this all the time. I'm like, do these, you know, do people think like, oh, you think you're better than everyone? You think this? And it's like, no, but I hope that I am doing better because, you know, things just weren't right and that's not the way that it should have been and that's not the way that families should be there for one another and I'm trying to do better because I want my daughter to grow up with an understanding of what a good family could be. And yeah, there are definitely times where I'm just like, why me? Why did it have to be me to wake up, essentially? Why did it have to be me to, like, realize all of this and to choose to do better? Like, why couldn't I have just closed my eyes? Why couldn't I have just, like, not seen it? (laughs) You know, like, how everyone else in the past generations, like, why couldn't I have just been like them? (laughs) Like life seems to be a lot easier just being angry and bitter all the time as opposed to like trying to change yourself and trying to make yourself happy. Like it just, their lives just seem so much easier. And it's like, it's hard work, right? There are times where I don't want to do it. (laughs) There are times where like, you know, if my daughter's irritating me or something, I can hear like, my mother or my grandmother's voice in my head, like, screaming at her, right? Which then at that point, like, I want to scream at her that way too. And I'm not going to lie, at one point or another, I have because I'm not perfect and I'm still learning, right? And it's just, it's hard because it's so easy to just let your triggers control you. It is so easy to just, you know, I have her running around or asking too many questions or just, you know... I me mean, needing her to be silent for like two seconds and she's just going about her day or going about whatever or screaming or you know whatever it is that she's doing it's so much easier to let my triggers take control over my reaction and be like stop I'm like shut up I'm like oh my god I'm like leave me the fuck alone right like it's so much easier to do that than to take a deep breath and just explain to her like hey mommy needs like two minutes to finish this I will get you know to your attention once I'm done like just give me these two minutes or like whatever it is or even for me to just like stop doing what I'm doing as urgent as it is or as urgent as I think it is and giving her my undivided attention right like It's it's so much easier to just yell. It's so much easier to just let my triggers control me than it is for me to stop myself and realize that the only reason why I am being triggered is because of something inside of me. It's not anything that she's doing, right? She's not doing anything wrong. She's excited over something. She wants to show me something. She wants to talk to me. She wants to do something. Like, it's not something that she's doing wrong. It's me. I am reacting this way because of something inside of me. And it is so much easier to react with your triggers. But that's not going to benefit her in any way because then at one point... (laughs) I'm going to yell at her so much that she's not going to want to talk to me anymore. She's not going to want to show me her, you know, whatever it is, her excitement or anything. She's not. She's going to be like, well, every time I try and get my mom's attention, she just yells at me and it makes me feel bad. So I'm just not going to get her attention anymore. And that's not what you want. You want a secure relationship with your child where they know that they can come to you for absolutely anything. It's so much easier to To like react (laughs) than it is to take a moment and be like, why is this so triggering for me? Or why am I trying to scream right now? Or why am I trying to react this way? Like, so much easier. And again, I'm not perfect. Have I screamed or yelled or reacted in some bad form? Yes, I most definitely have. But I will apologize and I'll say, you know what? That was not your fault. That was mommy. Mommy was overstimulated. Mommy was triggered um you know mommy was just trying to not put her priorities right you know like this was all mommy's fault so I'm sorry and you know and my daughter does the same thing when when she knows she's reacted in a bad way she will apologize to me saying hey I'm sorry that I did this I didn't mean to I was you know sad or mad or whatever and and we express a lot about our feelings I don't feel shame in showing my daughter feelings my daughter has seen me cry um And she's, she's seen me angry. She's seen me happy. She's seen me upset. Um, And I, you know, I want to show her that like having emotions is something that's normal. That's something that's natural. Um, Which is a huge thing for me because y'all know that I still hide from my own husband (laughs) when I cry in my bathroom, right? Like it's one thing doing it to my husband. It's another thing doing it to my, for my daughter. Um, But you know, I'm still working on it. I'm still a work in progress. Um, But, but you know. I just, I don't think that I am better, but I hope that I am doing better. I have finally accepted my life for what it has been. And to be honest, I'm at a point where I can appreciate everything that I've been through because I know that it is making me a better person because I'm learning and growing from it. And it's also making me a better person for my daughter. And I hope that it's making her a better person as well. Is all of this going to work out? Is all of this going to be good? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I can't see the future, but I would hope so. I am trying my hardest and my best to show her better, to show her more love, to be there for her, to be emotionally supportive, um, to show her the love that she deserves uh, and the love that she needs. I think with acceptance also comes accepting people for who they are. Um, You know, it's very easy to put the blame on someone else. And I think that for many years I put the blame over how bad my mom treated me or how bad my grandma treated my mom or how bad my grandma treated, you know, other people or how she bad she treated me from time to time and or or my great grandma, like I think that for a while I was it. It's just it's so much easier to just put the blame on on other people, right? And like, oh well, you were kind of crappy, so like obviously this person was gonna be crappy and whatever, whatever. But I think with acceptance, it comes with like accepting people for who they are, and I think that that is a crucial step if you want to learn to forgive other people as well. Is just accepting that. That is who they were and that is who they chose to be and accepting that they did the best that they could. And that's a hard one. (laughs) That is a hard one to accept. I want to say, especially for me after becoming a mom, like I went through the whole phase of like, how can you hate your child? And how can you abandon your child? And how can you be so cruel and so mean to your child? Because like I could never like, does it come out of me sometimes? Yes. (laughs) But but again, you know, this kind of goes with the whole like triggers thing, right? But like, for me to purposely want to cause her harm like there's no way there's absolutely no way like I want to be around her all the time I want to be with her all the time even during the times that she <laughs> annoys me like you know I I want to be there for her and be there with her and it you know I, I couldn't understand like how people could be so mean and so so cruel and just so hateful towards their own kids so like accepting that they did the best that they could with the knowledge and just, you know, the capacity of, of what they had is hard to accept. Like it is hard to accept because again, you want to put the blame on everyone else. Like, ah, oh, you did such a crappy job and now I'm a crappy person, right? But it, you have to accept that they are who they are. They are who they chose to be. And that they did the best that they could with however much they could give you. And it truly wasn't until I accepted this that I was able to forgive them. And I know forgiveness is like a huge thing and a big thing. And there's a lot of different topics and and controversies over forgiving people, right? Um... I feel that I've read many books on forgiveness because I hadn't reached that point yet and I wanted to figure out how am I going to forgive these people, right? Um, and then it was like a time where it was like, do I have to forgive these people in order to move on and to heal? And the short answer to that question is yes. Now, forgiveness is a huge thing that comes like in terms of like religion and and, and Bibles, right? Um... I actually read this book. It was called "The Christian's Guide to No Contact," because I know I've mentioned this a little bit before. I was struggling a little bit with my faith on whether I did the right thing of like going no contact and like what I'm doing based on like the Ten Commandments of like love thy honor thy mother and thy father. so I was like,, ah, like this isn't really honoring them, so like am I doing something wrong or something right right And so I found a lot of uh faith based books. And one book that I came across, which was called The Christian's Guide to No Contact, um, this person talks about her relationship with her family. She actually calls them their birth mother and birth father. She doesn't even say like mom and dad, which at that point I figured was a little alarming. I was like, "Eh, okay, right? I was like, even though I don't speak to either one, I still would consider them my, my mom and my dad, (laughs) not necessarily give them a, you know, just say that they're birth, birth woman, birth male, or whatever it was that she called them. I was like, that's a little, that's a little weird. Um, but she goes on to talk about forgiveness and she mentions how a lot of places in the Bible, it talks about how you're not supposed to forgive someone unless they repent. Right. And that's the same thing that goes with like, God isn't going to forgive you of your sins unless you repent, so it should be the same with you. Like, you should not have to forgive these people for not repenting. But here's my take on it. Like, repenting would be like them asking you for forgiveness, right? Them acknowledging that they've done something wrong to you. In about 90% of these cases, I don't think these people that we've set boundaries with or gone no contact with are ever going to ask for forgiveness because I don't think they're ever going to know or acknowledge or accept that they've done us wrong. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to hold them to that responsibility in order for me to heal and to move on. Like, I know that I will never get an apology from certain people in my life. And I have to learn to accept that, that I won't get that. So it's like, does that mean that I can't fully heal because I'm never going to get that even though I should or I think I should? And no, forgiveness to me is more so for yourself. When you don't forgive people, you hold this like grudge and you hold this bitterment, and, and this like resentment towards these people. And to be quite honest, it's hurting you more than it's hurting them. They're going on about their lives, right? Like they could probably honestly care less if you've set boundaries or cut ties, right? I mean, maybe they'll pop in here and there and uh <laughs> do their, you know, a little abuse here and there. But in terms of like, you know, are they feeling pain and the same sort of like regret probably not so you holding on to that isn't letting you grow and it's not letting you heal because you're you're still feeling that anger and that pain and that's okay that is okay if you're still there on your healing journey I was there for a really long time like even just like A few um, months ago, I did a podcast on someone and I was like, no, I'm not there. I haven't forgiven them. Like, nope, not not happening, right? And, you know, it was just accepting them for who they are and who they chose to be and that they tried their hardest with however much they knew that I was finally able to just forgive them and to realize that I'm never going to get that apology ever and that shouldn't hold me back. For me just finally being free and for me to just finally be living at peace. Not forgiving hurts you more than it hurts them. I can guarantee you that. Because you're still feeling angry and pain and hurt. And you're holding on to that because you're hoping and wishing that maybe possibly someday they will apologize to you for that. They probably won't. And that shouldn't stop you from healing and from growing and from finally living at peace. Because once you're on this side, once you're on this end, it is wonderful. You can't change people as much as you would want to. You can't. Do I believe that people can change? Yes. Because I know that I have. Do I believe that everyone can change? No. You need to be willing to change. You need to want to change for the better. And you actually have to put in the work to do it. And it's not easy. And I feel that a lot of people give up halfway through because it's not easy. There were many times where I didn't think I would ever see the end of the tunnel. Like ever. There are many times where I question like, why am I doing this? Like, why me? Like, who chose me there were many times that I questioned and I'm like, it's so much easier to just yell at my daughter and telling her to stop as opposed to trying to figure out why it is that it is bothering me so much. Because it was always me. It was bothering me. It wasn't anything she was doing wrong. It was me. I was allowing my triggers to make me react. And not only just with her, even with like my husband sometimes, right? Like he was trying to be nice or, or loving or something. And I reacted in the wrong way, right? because I was being triggered because I couldn't stop to think and realize about like, what, what is it that that's bothering me right now? It's not him. It's not him. But he's trying to do something. It's me. It's something that happened to me before. And it's reminding me of this and it's triggering me. And now I'm going to take it out on the wrong person. It's hard. And it's a lot <laughs> like, it's a lot to self reflect. And it's a lot to pause yourself and to think about like, What is truly going on? Like, what is the root of the problem? It's a lot easier to just yell. (laughs) It's a lot easier to just be angry. It's so much easier to just react to your triggers than it is to take a step back and realize, like, what is going on with me right now? And do these people deserve me yelling or me being angry or me reacting the way that I want to react Accept people for who they are, but also accept what you've been through. I can promise you and I can assure you that it's all been for some good, for some greater good. If you just take the time to just work on it and to just reflect, you'll realize that you were the chosen one to see all of this and to feel all of these deep and dark feelings. I know it's tough and I know that sometimes we just don't. Know how we're going to get out of it. But there's always something good. From something bad. And be just very proud. That you were chosen to be this person. To see through all the BS. And to want to fix and heal yourself. Because it's not easy. It's a lot easier to be angry. It's a lot easier to be bitter. It's not easy to be happy and at peace. But it is so worth it also learning to forgive others and realizing that you don't need an apology from them in order to forgive forgiveness comes from your heart and it is for your heart for your own benefit to finally be able to just let them go you accept them for who they are and you just let them go you accept them for who they are you forgive them and you let it go You can't change the past. You can't change the people in your past or how they treated you. But you can change your future and you can change how these people treat you in the future as well. Accept them for who they are. Forgive them for everything or anything that they've done. But also don't forget to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for potentially causing harm to anyone along the way. Forgive yourself for probably taking out something on someone that shouldn't have, for being triggered for how you've acted or reacted in a certain situation that probably wasn't the best or the healthiest. Forgive yourself for allowing to endure so much pain. Forgive yourself for not realizing what was going on sooner. Forgive yourself forgiving yourself will give you that ultimate peace that you are looking for I have accepted those who have been a part of my life for who they are I have accepted that they did their best and I have accepted that this was the life that I was meant to have because I am the one who's going to make it better I have also forgiven those who have done me wrong, (laughs) whether they've apologized or not. Most of the time they haven't. But I forgave them and I accepted them so that I could move on, so that I could let go, and so that I can finally be free. And I am truly, truly at a good place in my life, mentally physically, emotionally, someplace that I truly never thought that I would get to. I wake up happy. I wake up excited for my day. I wake up feeling grateful for the life that I have. I never thought that I would ever get there because I used to wake up bitter and angry and just annoyed at everything. I am finally accepting my life for what it was and for my life of what it's becoming. And I did that through accepting the people that I had in my life for who they are, for finally being able to forgive them, and for finally being able to forgive myself. I'm sorry if something I have said in this episode is a little way in over the head of someone. um, But if, you know, if this is some place that you, you want to reach or want to get to, I spoke to someone um, kind of like as a mentor, and that was when I realized that I had already forgiven, um, but there were just things that I hadn't learned to accept yet. And I'm not a mentor, nor am I therapist or anyone, but I am someone who... <laughs> lived through this and and honestly is still living through it, right? I'm still going to go through phases where I'm going to be angry and bitter and that's just part of healing, right? Healing is a lot near. I'm going to be up and down in my emotions from time to time. I'm going to have to figure out new triggers and figure out new things and, you know, it is all a process, but I'm finally at a place where I am at peace with everything I've been through and where my life is today. And about, like, not having certain people in my life, or I do have certain people in my life. It's just, it's been a crazy cycle, but I'm finally at peace. So if anyone has anything to say about anything I have said on this episode, don't be afraid to reach out either on my DMs, on Instagram, at Mothering Podcast, or I do have an email, which is Podcast at gmail.com. Oh. <sighs> I had to take a giant sigh for that one. This it's a lot. And it's crazy because I, you know, when I started this journey two years ago, almost a hundred episodes ago, I never thought that I would ever be making an episode like this. But here I am. And it feels good. It feels good. All right. With that being said though, I do hope that you have a good rest of your day or night depending on when you're listening to this and don't forget to live your life, love your life, and love your anxiety.